Hi, everybody. Welcome to Pockets Full of Soup. This week, coming to you from the magical land of Canada. That's yeah. right. Yep. Uh, welcome to this uh, impromptu and guerrilla-style interview. I'm your host, Jared Petty, as always, joined on my right by the newlyweds. That's right. You are? I am a Brian Woodruff, and this is my new wife... Leslie Woodruff. Leslie Woodruff. You guys got married last night, right? We yeah. did. Uh, and uh, you had a, a Hoovian wedding. We yes. had a wonderful Hoovian wedding. And uh, Leslie, what are you going to say? Go for it. There was a guest star of Peter Capaldi who said hi to us and our cat, which it, was pretty freaking cool. Uh, they got married last night. They had a Doctor Who-themed wedding. And then the doctor himself... Uh, recorded a, a wedding video for you guys that yeah, popped up yeah. as a surprise. Who arranged that? My brother. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Yeah? Yeah, because at first you were kind of like, okay, did he say our names? I think so. And then he mentioned our cat, and I'm like, okay, so this is definitely personalized. <laughs> so it was, it was unbelievable. So to many Americans, especially those of us that don't live along the border, Canada really is kind of this magical mystery land that we're <laughs> peripherally aware of. We, yes. we, we, we have this ridiculously underinformed impression of the country uh, where so okay so we know there's we know about the hockey and we know they have a way better flag than we do and we know you're real real big um, and something and cold called, and we're cold right and cold yeah exactly it's really 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 cold up here uh, apparently that's what I hear even though it's really hot in the summer obviously yeah. uh, and your prime minister is the guy who wrote Doonesbury um, <laughs> And something like that. And uh, he's like, all he's known for right now is that he's just super handsome and a feminist, which is awesome. We're not going to say no to both of those things. Also very intelligent. Oh, and yeah. I'm saying known for. That's 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 all over the news. It's like, look at the Disney prince of a prime minister or, or being and his topless. hot bod. Yeah. Topless. He was, he was topless? Oh, it was all over Canadian news. He had no shirt on on the beach, and it was like everyone lost their minds. It was like, what? Is, do prime ministers typically wear shirts at the beach? I, no. And this is the funny thing. He got slack for it. And then I read this article that was like, look at all these political figures that are topless. And it was like the Clintons and Obama uh, and obviously Vladimir Putin and the horse. Oh, yeah. He, he owned that horse. Is, that's... That's going to be, I, I wish that he could be a more comic character. You know, I, if, like Dr. Doom. I mean, he is a comic character. He kind of is a comic character. But like Dr. Doom, he is therefore vulnerable to Squirrel Girl. Um, so there is that. She is unbeatable. So, so she is unbeatable, indeed. Um, so again, keeping things different here uh, for, uh, for our number five episode. Guys, um, talk about, if you don't mind for a second, that that strange American impression. You've lived in you've lived overseas. You lived in Japan. Mm -hmm. We did. Um, a lot of your friends here at the wedding are America. Can you talk about what it's like being Canadian from the context of ignorant Americans? It's interesting because we are so Americanized in general. Like it's like our culture is so merged with yours. Like I mean, we still say if you ask. She's anyone, basically describing us as a tumor. No, not sense. Not a tumor. But like just examples, right? We we're, we use the metric system, right? Mm -hmm. But still, if you ask someone their weight, they'd use pounds. If you really? ask them their height, they would use feet. Because I think it, I don't know, it's the scales we buy or I don't know. I don't even know what it is. But like, yeah, there's so much of us that is so Americanized. And, I and then we know. have our kilometers, which <laughs> I'm pretty sure converts uh, one kilometer is about three and a half stone. What, no, wait, 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 now, now you're just, now you're just being mean. Now, now we're going to stone. It's more weight, little Giles Corey there. 
But now um, you have fascinating Monopoly money. Yeah. Your money is brightly colored and comes in many different hues. You so you can what? see it at night. You, you know what you're paying for. I find it in the States. I'm like, wow, I got so much money. And then I'm like, oh, my God, they're all $1 bills. That's kind of what they look like. You're right. But And, and I think people like don't – I didn't understand. But I mean, it's, not, it's like – Bright red oh, and yeah. bright blue and bright green. It's like it's it's like being in a nursery school when I go go and spend money here. It's great. Did you kind of? There's also the money has this weird smell. Like it almost smells like maple syrup. Only the hundred dollar bill. And your hundred dollar bill smells like maple yeah, syrup. Yeah, and then we googled it, and they were like, "No, that's a myth." But I swear to God, whenever she, I have money, she googled and found one place where it says it's a rumor. But I can tell you that they definitely have a smell when they're brand new. Yeah. So you feel like it's a hundred. The okay. hundred dollar. So I just. Got yeah. this from a, a give it a whiff. Smell it. So this is the least colorful Canadian. Yeah, dollar. this is a hundred right here. $100 yeah, that guy doesn't look happy about this it. This is equal to about seventy-five cents U.S. Right? That's <laughs> I think that's how it works. Burn. Okay, no, it's two and a half miles. Two and a half. Oh, so. It does smell like maple syrup. <laughs> I know. So. I am. <laughs> now, did you do that to my brain? No, I I have no idea. I don't know if it's me, it but like every once in a while smell. when I have cash, I'm like. It's got to be. And I'm like, why did Google lie to me? I don't know. Oh, you, so tell me, do you, do you smell it? Is this? I mean, I, I, I've it's said before. 100%. 100%. Yeah, but you yeah. only found one. How did you not one... smell the maple syrup? He did yeah. smell the maple syrup. I did. I smelled Leslie, the maple syrup. You guys were up late. No, <laughs> oh, how does anyone in general? I just meant like general. Okay, this is amazing. I know. Yes, it absolutely You, you got to just keep so, that. She, she found one Google thing <laughs> that said that it didn't smell like it in, in an entire pool yeah. of other ones that said that it did. Here's a cool blue money. That's awesome. Love the Blueberries. Blue, the blue five. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, there we go. It's just, it's like scratch and stuff now. They're playing hockey on the five. Oh, are they playing hockey on the and five? And there's a Canadian arm, the uh, oh, no, no, part of the... Not. Purple ten. Which is the one where they're look, playing look the at hockey. Uh, what's that? It's the International Space Station. Oh, wow. Whoa. With the Canada arm. You guys have the best. You got 50, red 50s. You have green 20s. I don't think I have any 20s on me. All right. So, any magical, magical lines. Now, I've lived overseas. You're giving, you're giving and, this all to me, right? Uh, no. Oh, all right. No, you cannot have that. That's like six bucks. Um, <laughs> but, no, um, I, I really enjoyed exchanging the money at the airport. It was fun. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is great. He's, got, he's totally kept some of that. I know it's still in the, it's the hundreds still there. you got to pay me to be here. <laughs> so beyond that, what else, guys? So when, I, when I, you say we're, we're integrated, but a lot of Americans are, are I, I think, if, I, if I'm speaking generally, we're kind of ignorant of Canada. We, we, uh, we only come up here to see your beautiful forests and woods, but a lot of Americans are not great travelers. Now, a lot of us are, but a lot of us, because the country's very large and because of a legacy of kind of American exclusionism, and also because, you know, a lot of us are poor, uh, it's difficult to travel. Um, yeah, or it's not difficult, but we make it difficult. And so we don't come and see what's going on here. Um, what's something Americans don't know about Canada? Ooh. Something we don't know about you guys. We're doing a great job defending you against the White Walkers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're coming from the north then. Winter is coming? We're, we're essentially Starks. Okay, you're Starks. Oh, Which it, means almost none of us will survive. I was going to say, wait a minute. I'm really worried about this marriage now. I was at a wedding. Us. We survived it, though. There was there was no redness whatsoever that I de he detected. A lot of blue. Fun, huh? A lot of blue with the yeah, doctor. That was a fun wedding. Mm. One, of the, one of the joys of, of being a, a clergyman is you get to marry friends sometimes. And it was really groovy. These guys had a nice laid-back wedding and uh, uh, wrote their own vows, and they were adorable and wonderful and 
Ryan learned to play. You learned to play the violin just for your wedding. You're being very generous with that term. Well, let's 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 rephrase it. You spent the last eight months. Yeah, a lot of time. Yeah, about eight months practicing a single medley. A oh single... no, no, I, I actually was. I, I can play a bunch of other songs. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. But I learned you... how to read music and. And you did this. Tell tell. Why don't you tell the story, Brian? Oh yeah, sure. Um, saying, uh, yeah, no. I, one of the things I really wanted to do is uh, we wanted to have a wedding that would just really relax. We've been together eight years. Um, if I can step back and, and at least say one thing that uh, I think is incredibly important and something that's made a huge difference in uh, in my life and Leslie's life and life of a lot of our friends is we actually met Jared in uh, in Japan, and uh, when we met him and we we through various amazing circumstances one day Jared said, and I don't know if he knew that we remembered, but he said if you guys ever get married. I would be happy to marry you. I remember this. Um, if I, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly, wasn't it when we were at the campsite? Yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah, what I exactly right. Yeah. And uh, Leslie and I, we remember that for years and years and years. And finally, when when I wore her down and she decided she she wasn't going to leave me, <laughs> uh, we, we had no no second thoughts, no third thoughts, no fourth thoughts. Just one singular thought of having you here to be part of this. We would not have done this wedding without you. I, now, you are too kind there. I, 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 I'm pretty sure you'd have married that girl still, that young lady over there. Possibly. But Leslie, how about this? Would you, would you have still married him if I weren't around? No. Oh, you guys are silly. <laughs> Thank you. Brian is, Brian's very complimentary. Leslie's very complimentary. You guys are sweet. You really are. Oh, by the way, you have great shoes on. I love those. Oh, thank oh, they're you. Awesome. Um, yeah, I just come with these. They, uh, the Doctor Who motif. You guys all had the uh, all had the uh, the chucks and the uh, and the suits on and, and the bow ties and the bow ties mm-hmm. and then uh, no fezes though. Um, I can't now, w- true story. Like we were going to find Brian's shoes and they had like a two for one deal and we found the right color. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna get a female pair. You get a male pair, same color, and because you know I'm not gonna last in high heels. But halfway through the dinner. Secretly, I put on my chucks, and then when we were doing our dance together, I lifted my my dress up, and the whole crowd went, "Oh!" And you had little chucks on. Yeah. Angie had wedding shoes on. She made wedding sneakers, and I didn't know about them. She did the same thing. She like lifted her like skirt up a little bit, and she had tiny, adorable <laughs> wedding sneakers on. <laughs> they were the best. You know, I'm really wondering about something. The the GoPro that I have has one setting. People, kind people, keep telling me that I can change the settings, but actually, this one doesn't. This particular model, which which I bought, which is the the cheap one, um, doesn't do that. So you're stuck with a fisheye, which. The effect kind of works for me, and I may keep it for a while yet. We'll upgrade eventually, I think. But um, I'm wondering if Stephen is – there's a possibility that he's visible over there. Actually, hey, Stephen. Stephen has been standing this entire time very kindly over off camera, we think. But <laughs> we're not sure he's off camera. So if you're all right, Stephen, would you like to like come wave to everyone just say hi in case they've been seeing you? This is Stephen. He's Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, Stephen, where are you from? Uh, Montreal. So Stephen's from the South Shore of Montreal, basically, which none of you could hear, which is why I have to repeat, which is what I get for shouting to people without mics off camera. <laughs> but, um, Stephen, uh, and Stephen is, tell, tell me the story of Stephen. Wow. Wow. This is, how much time do you have? I don't know. It's your, it's your <laughs> wedding. I mean, you're, you're the one waiting for the wedding brunch. So. <laughs> you're coming, right? Um, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
It depends on my flight, actually. I'm, I'm not sure that's going to work. Fair point. Um, no, I, I met Steven years and years and years years ago, and he's put up with me. Uh, he's been an amazing friend, a confidant, a world traveler. He uh, he came and joined us when we did uh, Southeast Asia a number of years ago. Yep. He and I actually went to Japan last September together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one of my closest friends in the world. I've heard tales of a trek across China. Yeah. Yep. That was Stephen too. too. Okay. What? What? What is? Tell us about it. You, you have backpacked across rural China. Well, um, not we, quite backpacked. We had help. A bit generous. Like, <laughs> our brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, his brother Andrew, uh, lived in China for ten years, so he knew the lay of the land. So he gave us an itinerary and helped us book some things. So we had help. It mm-hmm. was, but it was, it's, it's a very, very cool country. So right. Andrew, and was he married to Mia at that point? No, he, he got okay. married um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. He hadn't met her yet. It okay. was yes. pre- he, BM he, before Mia. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, tri- I tried. Okay. Um, no, he, he met Mia uh, a week after I moved to China uh, to work in the video game industry for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, while Leslie was visiting, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no. Uh, now working in the video game, you're a writer, yeah, right? and uh, you you write. Uh, you've written for games, and you've written books. Books. Mm-hmm. You've written books. You just published a book. I did. Yeah. Um, can I? Mention of course. <laughs> uh, it's called uh, "The Wandering World and Other Stories." It's uh, a collection of short stories. I co-wrote it with uh, a friend. I actually worked in the video game industry with uh, Ian Morganheim, a uh, wonderful guy, phenomenal writer. Uh, he actually lives in Hong Kong right now with his wife. Um, yeah, I, it's on Amazon. Okay. Um, the Wandering World. Oh, and sorry, Wandering. The Wandering World the and other stories. We have so W A N when you're searching for that by Brian Woodruff and Ian Morganheim. And Ian Morganheim. All right. So you're an author. You've done, and uh, uh, your day job in Canada right now. You work in. I work in, in digital marketing. Marketing, right? Yeah. Leslie, what's your vocation? Oh, I am an HR manager for a group of insurance brokerages. <laughs> so you guys do have, you have a, a wedding brunch to get to. So really quickly, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw to each of you. Uh, always on the show, we ask about people you're thankful for. Not necessarily the person you're most thankful for. Just somebody you're thankful for. So quickly, uh, if you guys don't mind, each of you, just uh, who would you like to s- say you're thankful for today? I think I'm thankful for this guy right here. While we're, while we're on the subject of our wedding He's just wonderful, and all the surprises that he kept a surprise. You know, there was his father made a life-size TARDIS, which was hiding behind a curtain, and the DJ put on, like, the TARDIS noise, like, I can't do it. Can anyone do it? I don't know. I don't think anybody can without one of those little weird, what are they called, theremins? Thank you, thank you. Theremins. Yeah, and the the music came on, and the... Green open and it was right there, and then the Peter Capaldi thing with your brother and Brian knew all about it. He didn't say anything, and that was hard. Yeah, <laughs> no, he does so much for me, and he—it's amazing how much he listens. And like, it's just the little things where I'm like, "Oh, you got that for me." He's like, "Yeah, you said you wanted it," you know, and just like, just little things here and there that he just makes our lives so much better. That so. video is an incredible surprise. I, where can people see that? Can we attach that to this, or, or is that possibly. definitely? We, yeah. We, we could, yeah, we'll have to ask Andrew. But okay, I, think so. I, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to impose. Yeah, because we we were going to upload it, and I think he wanted to send Capaldi, Peter Capaldi, um, my reaction to. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, if we can get that, can we, can we get that from Andrew? Maybe. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Someone must. So have. we'll that, do one of two things. Okay, we yeah. will either attach the video here, or if uh, if they prefer, we'll we'll link to 
to it later because I'm going to be doing an edit and adding some parts here. We haven't thanked our producers. We haven't read the mail yet. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a second segment tacked awesome. onto this, and we'll either put the video in here or link out to it, mm -hmm. one of the two. So mm -hmm. cool, Leslie. So you're thankful for this guy. Yeah. All right. He's what about you, Mr. Woodruff? Um, I'm, I I might break book a little bit here. Um, I apologize. Uh, one of the things that, that you really become aware of uh, in a wedding situation, and I, I think in life, uh, particularly as you get older, you start to recognize how important good friends are and uh, how much of an impact they can have on your life. Um, I've been very fortunate in my years to meet some unimaginably amazing people. Uh, I, I count myself as being very, very lucky uh, to maintain friendships with uh, many of the people that I have so much respect and, and uh, admiration for. Uh, of course, you're one of them. Ah. Angie. <laughs> uh, we, we have a number of friends that we also met uh, across the world who were able to come out here. Uh, it's uh, so you're Oscar speeching it, yeah. and, and I want to thank my, uh, my my beautiful wife and uh, and oh oh they're giving me the light they're giving me <laughs> yeah but who are a few of these folks give us give us give us throw some names out there uh, don't worry you don't have again the reason I usually have you pick one is because otherwise people worry about forgiving forgetting someone but don't okay, worry no, about you're that right. just just throw the thanks out and but, throw as many as you like I think you're right um, I, I may I may need to to uh, pull back a bit okay. um, let's see. People know that, yeah. I, I, I have to say, one of the people that I greatly admired throughout my life uh, has been Terry Pratchett. Oh, really? Terry yeah. Pratchett. Yeah. All right. Now, for those who don't know, uh, who's Terry Pratchett? Terry Pratchett is a prolific uh, fantasy, science fiction writer, all-around amazing person. One of his most notable series is uh, Discworld. Uh, it's just so funny. He has such a, a wit in his writing. It just I, I love it. Uh, he... Uh, it's unfortunate that he passed away in a, a couple of years ago and for fairly terrible circumstances, uh, Alzheimer's. But he his writing inspired me when I was younger. It, uh, it really put me on uh, a path to, to write for myself and, and try to be um, just uh, enjoy life more. He, he, he took everything with such a, a grain of salt and... It was great. I, I heard this I read this story somewhere and I, I, I hope it's true. But uh, I heard the story that he actually went out and uh, went meteor, uh, meteorite um, scouting. And he, he got some meteorites and he uh, forged them into a sword. And if, if that is a Whoa. true story, and I, I hope someone looks it up and if it's wrong, still, for me, that is something that this man would do. And, he and forged meteorites into it, a sword. Yeah, I think it was a Gibeon or something along those lines. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, just I, I, one of the series I really like is uh, Avatar: Last Airbender. Uh, it's a you know it's a cartoon, but it has such an amazing story to it. It's a lot of fun. Oh, cartoons gonna have wonderful stories. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of that. All right, so if somebody's gonna read, um, if somebody's gonna read Pratchett, where should they start for you? Uh, Color of Magic. Color yeah, of Magic. definitely Color of Magic. Yeah. It's uh, it's the first one in the series that has uh, Rince Wind and all these other. Wonderful characters. It's yeah. a, for my money one of the all-time great titles of a book. Um, Color of Magic. Mm -hmm. I, I really think that's a marvelously intriguing title. That's, I read that book not knowing who Pratchett was, based on the title. Like uh, originally, that's, or did I know? Who, wait, that might not be true. Actually, wait. Never mind. Don't listen to me. I'm 
that's different. But it's still a good title. Uh, the Light Fantastic <laughs> is the second one. Yeah. So. But the Color of Magic, great name. Um, you working on? You writing anything right now? Yeah, I have a, a couple other um, books in the works. Um, I have a TV pilot that uh, got filmed um, last year that's almost ready to go down and see what happens with it. It's called uh, Dread and Breakfast. I like uh, fun titles, I, definitely. I, I should probably at least mention that I, I worked on the entire thing with the very amazing writer, uh, Matt Ewart. Uh, great friend of mine out, out of Vancouver too yeah I think I was sitting with him at uh, the wedding dinner last mm-hmm. night actually we were talking, yeah. so. he's a funny fella guys uh, let us know um, so this is a new thing we're doing I said every fifth episode we're going to kind of throw the f- uh, format askew to keep things fresh and then we'll be back next week with our uh, our standard one-on-one interview let us know uh, what you thought of this did you have a good time did you enjoy yourselves did you learn some things um, and uh, thank you so very much for watching we're going to move to the mail and uh, the credits here in a bit uh, but um, Brian Leslie Absolute pleasure knowing both of you. Love you deeply. Glad to be here with you. Love you too. Love you. All right. Bye-bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Hi, all. We'd like to thank our Patreon producers, Xavier St. Amand Tremblay and Robert Nieder, whose generous support helps make this show possible. And also thanks to all of you who give on patreon.com slash Jared Petty and support the show. If you'd like to to help us stay on the air, you can do that once again at patreon.com slash Jared Petty. And we're very thankful if you do. Also, uh, subscriptions on YouTube. Thank you to all of you who subscribe there and who follow us on iTunes and leave ratings and reviews. That's very helpful. Uh, those who listen on podcast services, uh, I'd like to thank the members of the Pockets Full of Soup Facebook group. That's just such an encouraging group of people. And but any of you that aren't a part of that, it's very easy to join. You can find it through the Pockets Full of Soup website or just by searching it on Google or, or through a lot of places. It's a great group of folks. Uh, just lots of nice people there. And we've got some more plans for that in the future, too. So head on over and join if, if you've got a spare moment. You can also write to us directly at mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. That's mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. Just like Nicholas did, where he left this message. I'd like to thank my mom for teaching me to read and for sharing her love of books with her children. Thank you, Nicholas, for leaving that. Also, Brandon on the Facebook group left this. I'm thankful for my nan. She isn't actually related to me, but she was an au pair when I was a kid. She helped me through when my parents died when I was a child and has been like a grandmother to me. She recently had a stroke, and now it's my turn to be there for her. Thank you for sharing that, Brandon. We really do appreciate it. So uh, what's coming up next on Pockets Full of Soup? Well, we've got some great interviews already recorded now in post-production. Actually, quite a few. Um, There's some pretty stunning stories coming up. I'm really excited. Uh, thank you for indulging me in this this little uh, experiment this week. Every few episodes, probably about every five, we're going to try some different things. I'd love your feedback at mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com or at uh, Petty Jared on Twitter. Just let me know what you thought about what we did here and what we might try to do in the future. I really appreciate that feedback. Feedback, pardon me, not feedback, feedback. There we are. I really would appreciate that when you got time. Guys, you have made this first month of the show absolutely incredible. And speaking of first months, as our first month draws to a close here, uh, August 31st, very excited. Pizza and Dinosaurs presents The Thirst of Laser Dracula, Episode 1. Uh, it was a dark and stormy bite. Uh, premieres this Wednesday for Patreon subscribers uh, at uh, a certain level. So, uh, if you're uh, part of that, then uh, look forward to our first episode of that. And I hope you enjoy it. Uh, that's just a silly thing I'm doing. And uh, thank you guys who have been so encouraging about all of it. Um, so, we'll see you next week. Uh, and until then, I hope that all is well for you and that you find a lot to be thankful for. <laughs>